World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Oh, good morning. Got a lot of stuff I'm working on even until the last minute. Here we get rolling here, Coach Dave Live. Uh, November 29th, show number... One seven seven one. Now, for you numerologists out there, one there's two ones and two sevens. That's got to mean something special here today. One seven seven one. I got a heavy heart today. Can I tell you? And for no reason other than uh, I think the Holy Spirit's given me a heavy heart today, and I want to I want to dig into that here a little bit. Talk about uh, why why I'm why I'm where I am here this morning, and. Uh, before I get rolling in that, a lot of good stuff for you today. Um, I'm going to Myra give us a prayer and get us in here, Myra. But let's get rolling here, dear. Coach, good morning, Harold. Uh, the Bible verse um, today uh, is going to be James 3, 14 through 17. James 3, 14 through 17. All right, throw it up there for us there, Spence. Here we got it, Myra. Go ahead. Yes, Coach. It is written, but if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. Lie not against, if you have bitter envying and bitter strife in your heart, Don't glory in that and lie not against the truth. Go ahead. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. I wonder if the Bible's true. I wonder if the Bible is true. For where there's envying and strife, there is confusion and every evil work. I wonder if that's true. For the wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. Go ahead, Myra 17. Yes, coach. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. It's first then- pure. It's first pure. Wisdom from above is pure. No, 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 uh, 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 no unclean motives associated with it. Go ahead. Then peaceable. Then leads to peace. Gentle. Mm-hmm. And easy to be intrigued. It sure is. Full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. Well, I could preach on that for about a month. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, coach. 
Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle, and we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that destroys the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hey, pull up my team picture there real quick, Spence. That's where I want to kind of start here this morning. They tell me this is dangerous to do it on the internet. This is uh, this is my birthday, sitting on the couch with my my little arrows. Uh, one one and a half of them are missing. Little scarlet, it's not there. Did you see Emmy and then Declan and then me and then uh, Chubby me and then little uh, Cora and Macy and David and uh, Annie and then of course Reese is in the middle. And that was me sitting there at, at my I think it was Thanksgiving, maybe my birthday. It doesn't matter. And I've been really, really grieved all morning. Like I got up this morning, it, it was really kind of on me. And uh, realizing that right there in that picture, with the exception of my wife and my children, I could throw them in there. Right, right there is it. That's what my life's about. That's what my life's about right there. Amen. I mean, really, really. Everything I And I guess my... My heart is grieved today because for most of us, we give lip service to, to the fact that that's where our heart is. And that's, uh, well, not really. Not really. And that's where, that's where I want to try to try to take us today. If you couldn't, um, um, Spence, you can, leave, you can pull that down if you want to. Am I blessed man or what? That little blonde guy, that's little Declan. Pull back there. That's a little guy that spent 42 days right in the NIC unit at Children's Hospital. He's fearfully and wonderfully made as we confessed over him from the time that uh, that we found out about him. Pull up, if you could, for me, Spence, uh, Genesis chapter 3. <clears throat> because I want to try to – do you guys care about your grandchildren? You say, well, Coach, I don't have any grandchildren. Okay, I understand. And I agree with a lot of you who don't. Do you care about children in general? Do, do children really, really matter to us? Do we really believe what we what we love to spout that uh, our children are our future? Do we do we really believe that? Do our actions show that to be the truth? The way that we treat our children, the things that we put before our children, the things that we allow our children to view, the things that we allow to happen, and the, the things that we allow our own selfishness or distraction, or whatever, to impact our children. Are we aware of that? Now, the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, You shall not eat of the tree of the garden. The woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the, fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of that tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, Don't you dare touch that boy. And we don't know what that tree was. We don't know what that tree was. People speculate on all these different things it could have been. But we do know this. There was something in that garden that we were not supposed to touch. And the serpent said, well, are you not going to law? Yeah, but the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said, oh, you ain't going to die. Come on. What's a little bit of fun going to matter? Come on. For God knows that the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as God's knowing good and evil. That's true. It's always a little bit of truth with a lie. When the woman saw that the tree was good, hmm, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired, 
she took a little bite. And she went over and snuggled up to her husband and says, here, honey, I need you to try this too. And they were both, and they, and the eyes of both of them were opened. And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together, trying to hide themselves the modesty. And we know that in Genesis, is the Genesis, uh, the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman is the judgment that fell upon mankind. Scroll down a little bit. Scroll down a little bit, on, if you would, for me, Spencer, because I want you to go sit. And I will put enmity, and she said, the snake told me to do that, verse 15. And I will put enmity. Spencer, good Mr. Webster. Enmity. Enmity. quality of being an enemy, the opposite of friendship, ill will, hatred, unfriendly dispositions, malevolence. It expresses more than aversion and more than malice and differs from the displeasure in denoting a fixed or rooted hatred, whereas displeasure is more transient. I will put enmity hatred, ill will, malevolence between between your seed and her seed. Pull that back up, Spence. Pull Genesis back up. And I will put hatred between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head and you shall bruise your heel. There's the battle right there. It's launched there. Now, from this point on, we better realize this, that the goal, the division that the Lord himself made in this war for where we are in this world today was clearly a battle over the seed. Clear, okay? Huh? I will put enmity between you and the woman and between, evidently the devil has a seed, between your seed and her seed. There it is. And I wonder how many people watching here today, my age, 70 years old, and some older and some a bit younger, look at your offspring and wonder where in the hell, yes, hell, where in the hell did that bad seed come from? Can somebody say amen? Somebody say amen. 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 You look at you, you look at your own offspring, you look at your own extended family, you look around you and say, Where in the hell did they learn to act like that? Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. 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 And I sit here today on uh, the 29th day of uh November 2022 and throw those little uh throw those little fig those little munchkins back up on that screen. And I get up every day and I wonder what are those little what What's working overtime to try to get inside the minds of those little kids right there? And whose job is it to protect them? And who, in their right mind, would send their little 
six-year-old child off to some stranger filled with a bunch of other little numb nuts from who knows where and put them in the midst of a devil's soup and expect them to come out godly children. Somebody help me. Somebody help me with that. Boom. Huh? It'd be like mm-hmm. dropping yeah. your, it'd be like dropping yourself down inside a a uh, uh what they call that an outhouse or a jiffy john and getting down there and cleaning it out and coming home clean. How could we how folks, how could we possibly ever think that to be true? And I know from looking at the oldest one there. Little Reese, as she's as she's beginning to expand into playing sports and getting into acting and a lot of things that she loves to do, a lot of activities. She is constantly bombarded by those around her who are being impacted by the seed of the serpent. You guys, get anybody picking up where I'm going today? Anybody picking it up? And of my greatest fear, my greatest fear is that as that fat and sassy grandpa sitting in the middle of those. Those arrows. By the way, where is that? Psalm 133. Can you pull that up, Spencer? Can you pull up Psalm 133? Uh, no. Lo, children are heritage of the Lord. Where is that? That's not Psalm 133. That's Psalm uh, Lo, children are heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb. Psalm woman's 127. Heritage. Thank you. Psalm 127. Psalm 127. Except the Lord build the house, that'd be the family. There you are, JR. Let the Lord build the family. They labor in vain that build it, except the Lord keep the city, the house. The watchman waketh in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to stay up late, to eat the breads of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Blow, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. Now go quickly, go quickly to heritage. Spencer, go to Mr. Webster, Heritage, Heritage, Inheritance, an estate that passes from one ancestor to an heir by descent or course of law, that which is inherited. In Scripture, the saints of the people of God are called his heritage as being claimed by him and the objects of his special care. Your children belong to the Lord. You understand that? Hmm? I wonder if Donald Trump, I'll just use him as an example. I wonder if Donald Trump sent, sent uh, what's his name, Barron? I wonder if he sent Barron into some public school there in D.C. Think he did? No Somehow chance. He did. No chance, no chance, right? No chance. So I'm wondering how the heck we sit silently by when we as Christians know, going back to where we were there, Spencer, that children are a heritage of the Lord. Hang on. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man. Throw my arrows back up there, will you, Spence? We throw my arrows back up there. There they are. Hey, listen, by the way, those are his children. Those are his reward, and they're my arrows. He gave me those little guys right there to train them as arrows to do what, Spence? Let's go back to Psalm, let's go back to Psalm 123. Is that what it is? 27. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full. Throw him back up there, Spencer. See if I look happy. I think I look pretty happy, don't you? I think I look pretty happy. 
My quiver's my quiver's ever expanding. We got we got another one that's not in the picture and another one coming. Go back, Spencer, to Psalm one twenty seven. Happy as the men have his quiver full of them. Why? Now here's the solution. Why is the man happy and has his quiver full? Because they shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Now, what does the gate mean? The gate always means the, the opening, the entranceway into authority. Into authority. The public entrance is the gate. Jerusalem had a had a gate. Remember, it said it's easier to go through the eye of a cam uh, uh, for a camel to go, whatever. You know what I'm talking about, right? It's easier for a camel to go in through the eye than for a rich man to make it into heaven. Why? Because go back to my go back to my arrows. My job is to train those guys up to compel to fight to contend with evil in their generation. That is my job. My job isn't to train them up to have a good profession, to be movie stars and baseball players. Those are vehicles by which they might be able to impact and contend with the enemies in the gates. That may be arrows. That may be pathways they go down. But their job is when they go down that pathway, they have already been trained by the the previous generation to contend for the truth. Does anybody think I'm crazy today? Anybody? I know you don't. Look at those kids. Look at them. And you ask yourself this. I'm going to ask myself this. Which one I'm going to get pregnant out of wedlock? Which one's going to rob a bank? Which one's going to go get molested at school? Which one's going to go on and on and on and on and on and on and on? Sitting right there are little, as Rush Limbaugh used to say, little skulls full of mush. And my purpose and your purpose and our purpose as adults, as Christians adults, is to train them to contend with their enemies in the gates. Does anybody think I'm pulling scripture out of context here? Anybody think so? That's why I love my daughters so much. Both of our daughters have sacrificed their careers, their careers for the training of the arrows. And shame on me if I don't do everything I can to help them. Shame on me if I don't sell everything I have to get those kids in some form of Christian education. Somebody give me a thumbs up. Shame on me if I say I can't afford to put them in Christian education. Shame on me if I send them to Caesar to train them. Boom. Look, I don't, I'm not trying to kick you in the, in the groin, although I wish I could. This is our number one job. This is my number one job right there. Amen, brother. To train those little nippers up to be warriors for Christ. I was telling a story the other day, Roger, you'll appreciate this. And that testimony that Jr. did, just, just bear with me a second. I got to get this off. I'm, I'm not going to make it all day if I don't get this off of me. I, was, uh, I, don't, I don't like to call out names publicly, so I'm going to not call out all names publicly. But when I was a football coach at Fairfield Christian Academy in Lancaster, Ohio, 
And we had a powerful power. We were building a tremendous, great football team, football program. And I was training the young men. Oh, Lord, that my son, Zachary, could have played under a sold-out Christian man like I am now. Oh, Lord, if, I, if those kids could have been under my tutelage, Lord, what a difference I could have made in their lives. I haven't coached in how, how long. And the truth of it is, Roger can attest to this, when I ended up getting fired at Fairfield Christian Academy, yes, I got fired after going undefeated. I got fired from Fairfield Christian Academy because why? Because I didn't play along with the phony leadership at the school. Somebody say amen. And so they weren't, see, they weren't concerned about training warriors for Christ. They didn't want to train warriors for Christ. They wanted to make sure they had a nice system of operation going on. Do you understand? Huh? And can I tell you the truth? A lot of the parents sent the kids to Christian education, not that they would be trained to be Christians, but rather that they would be protected from the wiles of the devil in the world. They couldn't care less whether their kids were Christian. They just didn't want them poisoned. Somebody say amen. 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 And so they painted me out to be, I'll never forget, I've sitting in a meeting when they fired me. I'll never forget it. I'm sitting there with a lead pastor, the, the uh, school superintendent, and the school principal. And they all told me what a wonderful job I was doing and the moral example that I was setting for the kids. And they had nothing to complain with about my coaching and the way we handled the program. But, <laughs> Coach Dave, you're not a team player. I said, oh, boys, one of the proudest moments of my life. I said, oh, boys, you got it wrong. I'm the best team player you have ever had. But I'm not on your team. (laughs) I'm on the Lord's team, right? And so those of you who are, this is not about me. I'm trying to make a point. So those of you who are in the queue right now, and those of you who have been attracted to this queue, And those of you who, for whatever reason, come here every day. And for those of you who hated it at first because I yelled and was aggressive and was mean and said what I thought, why do you keep coming back? Because there's something deep that goes on inside of you when you are called to be greater than you think you can be. When you're called out of the mundane middle of Christianity into rising up and being a champion for Christ, there's an attraction there. That's why you keep coming back. Amen. But can I tell you something? We're not welcome in churchianity. We're not welcome in it. And I know from first, from, from of, of, I just got to tell you the truth. Some of the ladies teaching in Christian education are teaching in Christian education because they can't handle the public schools, kids. Somebody give me a thumbs up. I'm just, look, I'm just speaking the truth to you. It's what gets me in trouble. They can never keep a job in the public school. Kids are too unruly, right? Right? Okay, I'm saying, Coach, what are, you, what are you getting at? Well, I'm going to give you something to do here in a minute. Oh, my goodness. The criminalization of Christian speech is all around us, friend. Now, I'm going to give you an action, okay? I'm going to show you this, and I'm going to give you an action. Put up there, Spencer, put it in the chat, put it wherever you would. I want all of you 
to send an email today to Tractor Supply. Tractor Supply. Hey, Spencer, I sent you a standalone email. Yes, okay. This, folks, look, I called them. I, I, I don't know how long I was on hold. A tractor Supply yesterday. They're getting bombarded. But Tractor Supply in Waco, Texas, sponsored a drag queen hour. Tractor Supply. What? Here's, here's what I sent to them yesterday. And I would ask everyone, if you just want to copy and paste, that's fine with me. Here's what I sent to them yesterday. And you can see support at tractorsupply.com from when I get they're being bombarded. I'm Hang in there with me. Make it a little bit smaller. Okay, that's okay. And here's what I said. I shop at Tractor Supply regularly. It's one of my favorite stores, but I recently learned the TSC sponsored a drag queen story hour for children in Waco, Texas. I will no longer be going to TSC, but instead Rural King will actually, which actually supports traditional family values. Dave Dobbin, Meyer Hebrew, that's all I put into it. Because they don't care. My reasons, they don't care. They're simply counting emails. That's all that's all they're counting. That's all they're counting. And you say, Coach, you're making it up. Am I? Am I making it up? Go to Ted Nugent. Go to Ted Nugent. I found this out through uh what's the name of that guy? Michelle, what's his name? There, there's that, that guy. What's his name? I gotta get him on the show. I gotta get him on the show. He's the one. He's the one that brought it to my attention. Look, we don't care about our kids. We don't care. Boom. We don't care. They're teaching homosexuality. Look, you guys know of anybody out there, maybe I'm talking to you right now, do you have anybody who their whole life and their whole marriage destroyed over the issue of pornography? Do you know anybody? Do you know anybody that I'm talking about? How the hell do you think that started? When did that start? When they got into the mind of those little kids, that's when it started. They're after our children. Why? They're after the seed of the woman. They're after the seed of the woman. Boom. Everywhere you look. Amen. Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. Are you kidding me? A two-minute mark. Here's He's going to play a clip. He got what? Michelle, what's his name? His name's Doug. Doug. Doug and Stacy show. Doug and Stacy. This is good stuff. I'm going to try to get Doug on. Doug and Stacy. So Doug exposed. He heard it from Ted Nugent. Checked it out at his own Waco. Yes, Waco held a drag queen story hour. And go play a clip of Ted Nugent here. Go ahead and play it. It should be queued up. And this is exactly what Ted said. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Because if you just focus on the, the the evil perpetrated by our government every day, the evil of the, the sexualization of children, where the Michael Moore fan club literally dresses up like prostitutes, fat men dressed up like prostitutes, twerking little boys and girls and teaching them that being a drag queen is aspirational. These are horrible times. The way that we can help to resolve that is something that happened with us personally. They had one of those drag queen story hours in Waco, Texas. Waco. We found out that two of the businesses that we frequented 
supported, not just supported. Yeah, tractor supply, it's all about farming and ranching. Tractor supply supported a drag queen perverted child sexualization event. We don't go to Tractor Supply anymore. What's wrong with you people? How can you work for an outdoor farming, ranching, down-to-earth community and then support the perversion of drag queens for children? And then our pool company. I don't know why we have a pool, except she likes to have a pool, and I like to watch her. <laughs> she does the breaststroke so What the hell? So anyhow... The pool company, we Shemaine called them and said, We're not we're not working with you anymore. They were, well we support drag queens and they hung up on us. What's the name of that company? What I don't want to I don't want a bunch of perfect. Alright? So I'm asking you, all of you, email Tractor Supply. Email them. Email them. Just simple like I did. You don't have to exp- real long explain it to them. Let them know I ain't ain't never coming back to your place. I ain't never coming back. I got to show you something else, okay? Uh, Pull up the first thing it says, Kunstler. I'm going to ask a question. Where are the leaders? Look, give me about two more minutes, and then I'll open it up. I'll get right to you, Roger. I love the way some men write. I read this every – I read uh, uh, Lou Rockwell every day. I don't know how Christian Lou Rockwell is, but it's very, very – a Christian libertarian. Now, let me read the opening of this, and and you ask yourself, you answer these questions as I read them, okay? Sooner or later, there will be pushback against the Democrats' attempt to turn the USA into some kind of obese, transgendered, liberal, Wakanda run by crooks, freaks, and thugs. You guys agree with that? At some point, there's going to be a pushback. Huh? Amen. The average American ain't, ain't, ain't buying that. Huh? Then listen, okay, you ready? The really stun- stunning thing about Elon Musk's campaign to clean up the backstage rat's nest at Twitter is that he's the lone authority figure in the land. We'll say that again. Elon Musk is the lone authority, even though he may be a Luciferian. Hang on! Even though, I'm sorry, Elon Musk as the lone authority figure in the land who dared to act against the degenerate political left's impudent and remorseless cancelization of everything that held America's consensual reality. You understand what he's saying? Elon Musk, Luciferian or not, is the first guy to stand up and say, enough of this crap! Boom. Think of it. Think of it. All the college presidents and deans, all the corporate CEOs, all the judges, all the governors, mayors, agency heads, all the news editors and network producers who did nothing and said nothing about the wholesale demolition of truths, values, and principles carried out by woke Jacobin maniacs under their watch. And what's more appalling, they all pretended not to notice each other's craven inaction and silence. That's a paragraph for the ages. Nobody stood up against the darkness. Nobody who stood up against the evil 
evil indoctrination of our children in sexual perversion that will harm them the rest of their lives. Nobody gives a damn. Boom. By the way, he left out pastors, didn't he? Didn't he leave out pastors? Isn't that something? Of all the people he named, he never even thought to mention a pastor because he knew, pardon me, how worthless they are in the fight for truth, justice, and the American way. I'll take a deep breath. See, they're Christian. One more thing. One more thing. They are criminalizing. They're criminalizing Christian speech, folks. They're criminalizing it. Uh, I don't look at that. I got more. Come on in, Roger. You've been waiting a while. I'm pissed. Dave, I I think of Pastor Bill. One of the uh, the things they're saying for Pastor Bill Dunphy is words he said from the pulpit. Words he said from the pulpit, pulpit are part of the entire direction the indictment is going. People think about that for a second. If that is allowed to stand, we're in trouble. Dave, I was with you. I remember those meetings at FCA. I think my general comment would be, you got fired. There ain't no doubt about that. But we all have experienced many on the queue that being fired where we're not on the church's team. Now, not to the extent that you have, but I speak to the other members of the queue because we, we have felt it too at times, maybe not as deep as you've experienced. Where you're sitting in a room, you love the Lord, you're speaking truth, but they fired you. And then you're uncomfortable to be there because you're not necessarily right or wrong. They just don't want you around. Mm. They don't like salt, Roger. They didn't like salt. Little too salty for them. Thanks, Roger. Hang on a second. Let me let me throw something else up there. <clears throat> How did pornography become free speech? I just want you to stop. I just want you to think that. Pornography protected speech. Prayer to football game not. How did we get there, folks? How did we get there? And more importantly, throw my monkeys back up there. Spencer, throw my monkeys up there. The devil Silence, can't wait. To, coach. The devil can't wait to get inside those little minds. He can't wait to get in there through video games, friends. Libraries, homeschool co-ops. The coach, you protected them, brother. Schools. What, Vinny? You gave them some protection, brother. We don't care about our kids. We do not care about our children. By the way, children are our future. Is it any wonder we're in the mess we're in? Look, look at, hey, I'm an old man, right? I went through the 60s. I went through the free love, the tune in, turn on, drop out. 
I went through the God is dead. I went through the Beatles and, and Jimi Hendrix. And I went through all that stuff and the stairway to heaven and the highway to hell. I went through all of it. And look what's happened to our generation. That the greatest generation, the greatest generation, my dad's generation, which overcame Japan and Hirohito and Hitler and Stalin, they overcame all that crap and lost their children. The 60s were the fruit of the greatest generation. And look around. It was all rotten. Because evil men crept in unaware and they took over the schools. They took over the churches. They raised taxes so high both people had to work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can say amen if you want to. And then convinced you that your school is fine because your son's teacher goes to church. Amen. Amen. He goes to your church. Now, he teaches doctrines of demons. She teaches doctrines of demons in the fourth grade. Uh, she teaches, uh, oh, yeah, she's right in there, that really, really nice Christian teacher that you have. Oh, yeah, she's in there teaching uh, 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 what's it? transgenderism, and Heather has two mommies, and, and uh, critical race. Oh, yeah, but she's a good Christian. She's a good Christian. Like a good Christian feeding your child poison. Oh, she's a good Christian. I see her at church every Sunday. What a wonderful woman she is as she gives them the jab. You know I'm telling you the truth. You know I'm telling you the truth. We don't love our children. Mark Trump, come on in. I saw you up there, Mark. Put your hand out. Come on in. Then Joe Allen. Yeah, Coach, you covered it. You covered it. You're good. God bless you. All right. Joe, come on in. I got a couple things. I've been watching Doug and Stacy for six years now, and they also teach about farming as well. Uh, the second thing, Elon hang on, Musk. Hey, hang, hang on, hang on. They don't, evidently, somebody needs to teach farming the family, how to yeah. plant and raise up a family. Go ahead. Right. They do that as well. And Elon Musk, when he fires these people, when you mentioned, he puts a email to him with with uh, Elon Musk's face. If your name is Joe, uh, Trump says, Joe, you're fired. The funniest thing I've ever seen. When hey, he Joe. Fires. Joe, is pornography free speech? No. I told my wife this morning, hold your ears. Hold your ears. I remember vividly, vividly, because you never get images out of your mind. I'll never forget when my buddy at school brought a Playboy magazine to school. Uh, when I first saw my first Playboy, uh, women were not allowed to have uh, part of their breast exposed. You know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be sensitive here. But my friend brought the newest Playboy to school, and it actually showed hair, if you know what I'm talking about. I remember it vividly. That would have been 1969, right after the Supreme Court ruled that pornography was free speech. Prayer in schools, not. Pornography, yes. Imagine that, and here they are teaching to your children, your children, hey, your grandchildren, and your children's friends and your neighbor's children that any kind of sex is okay. It feels good to do it. Timothy Leary, the gospel of Timothy Leary. 
and we don't care. Come in, Mel. Then Paul. Yeah, thanks, Coach. So I want to go back to what Roger was saying about um, you know the church, and many of us have fired the church. So we we view it as the counterfeit church. You know, at best they're playing it too safe by not speaking the truth, and at worst it's apostate. And then one more thing, I wanted to go back to um, when you were talking about the arrows, and the main thing is speaking. You know, with the enemies at the gate. You know that adults should teach children that. Well, the problem is that adults can't even do that. Um, no, we're not no. contending effect, efficiently, you know, and effectively for the faith. So we have such a weak church, and um, we just have to keep getting better. We have such an unbelievably, unbelievably weak church. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I'm looking for, you know. Uh, <clears throat> come on in, Paul. Seems to me they made celebrities and stars out of Margaret Singer, uh, Fauci, um, uh, the publisher of Hustler magazine. They made a movie about this this clown, and he was the guy that kind of I thought ushered in pornography as free speech, as I remember. And I think he got uh, somebody kind of blew a shotgun in his belly for his actions. But you know. It's all coming to light, Coach. You know, I see it every day. And thank God for Twitter and thank God for the truth. I, I don't see this as a bad thing, Coach. I think we're saving our kids. I, I think we are too, but I think we we need to be, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I'm getting a lozenge here. We have to quit making excuses, folks. We, we've got to, we've got to quit lying. Look, I, I understand the whole thing. I get the whole gig. I do. Raised kids myself. I understand the financial aspect of it. I get it all. But uh, we either need to uh, reclaim the public education system or burn it down. The public education system run by our Luciferian government, what do you think their message is going to be? Is it going to be a Christian message? Is it even going to be a pro-American message? No, because why? We read it in Genesis. The seed of the serpent, the seed of the woman are in an eternal struggle. And we, the seed of the woman, yield all authority to the devil, even where he doesn't have it. Jesus said, all power, all authority is given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Hang on. The devil is not an authority here, friends. Look, shake that theology out of your head. Amen. 1 John 3, verse 8, please. 1 John 3. First John 3. Now, either the Bible's true or it's not true. All right? Start in one. Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. No, stay right there. Go to one. Go to one. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. By the way, how does he treat his sons, I wonder? Therefore, the world knows not because it doesn't know him. The world doesn't know the sons of God because they don't know him. So they think I'm a kook. They think you're a kook. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Do you guys get that? We're the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. We know that when he shall appear, we're going to be like him. Why? Because we're my daddy's boy. I'm my daddy's boy. I'm going to be like him. And every man that hath this hope in him purifies himself. What? Oh, yeah. Cleans up his act. 
And whosoever committeth sin transgresses also the law, for sin is looking at pornography. And we know that he was manifest to take away our sins, and in him is no sin. Keep on, Spence. And whosoever abideth in him doesn't sin. And whoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither knows him. Let little children, isn't that amazing? That all of a sudden, he calls us little children. Let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. And he that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God showed it up on the scene. For this purpose, the Son of God showed up on the scene that he might destroy the works of the devil. Why did Jesus come? Get people saved? No. To destroy the works of the devil. When he destroys the works of the devil, people get saved. You get it? When he hung on the cross, what's the last thing he said? Next to the last thing he said? It's finished. What is? He destroyed the works of the devil. It's done. It's finished. Tell us I, tell whatever that word is. It's done. The debt's paid. I'm in control now. All power's been given unto me, both in heaven and earth. Go ye, teach them to observe all I've commanded you. And lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the age. You can speak to the rocks. You can speak, I got all power. But they teach us in church, the devil has it. Amen. Yes or no? I mean, am I am I stepping on somebody's theology? Am I am I a heretic here? I'm just reading what it says. Christ at the cross conquered death, hell, and the grave. It's over. It's finished. <clears throat> Come on in, Jeff. Coach, you know, we talk about youth groups and all the fun the kids have. And uh, yesterday's statistic I found, TikTok, transgenderism, 26 billion views. What are they doing? And then your your fourth grade school teacher says transgenderism is okay. Who are you? The church says, who are you to judge? Yeah. I got I got another one I want to show you. It has uh, the F U C K word in it, and I don't want to get any emails saying, "Oh, he's always talking dirty." I, I don't want to get any of those. I didn't write it, All right? It's from the same guy. It's from the same guy, James Kunstler. Now I want to show you something. Here are four things that we're believing. Scroll down. I'm not going to read all of this. Here's the first. Here's the first lie they've told us. He called. You saw what he called him, right? First, COVID-19. How is it that we don't know for sure how this organism came into the world, or understand what ensued after it did? Well, the answer is the people who caused it to happen in the Wuhan lab have been busy covering up their butts for three years, and successfully so. Yet we know exactly what Fauci. Francis Collins, 
Gazik, Barrick, and others did. The papal trail and correspondence of patents alone is clear. We just can't seem to do anything about it. We know what they did. Number two, governments, there it is, governments war on its own citizens. I date this for the sake of simplicity to the DOJ and FBI's campaign to defensitrate Donald Trump starting in 2016 for the crime of winning an election. What began as Russian collusion prank morphed into Russiagate, another butt-covering extravaganza in which public officialdom gave itself blanket permission to lie about everything it was doing. (laughs) The likes of James Comey, McCabe, and Obama's girl squad in the White House, to name just a few of the many participants, also managed to hook in the mainstream news media under the supposition that they were the good guys fighting a disgusting woman-grabbing supervillain, which disposed the news media to go along with all the FBI and DOJ lies and also strand the media in an endless loop of butt covering that they're still locked into. Somebody say amen. This is exactly what's going on. Amen. Exactly what's going on. Number three, wokery. The Marxist campaign, that's right, the communist Marxist campaign to disorder society in order to overthrow existing institutions and replace them also with utopian dictatorships of the intersectionality oppressed, also known as the revenge of the losers. Its primary tactic is to normalize mental illness. Did you hear that, Roger? Did you hear that? Its primary tactic is to normalize mental illness. But that's mainly because all of its proffers and principles are irrational, as is characteristic of all religions. Also, as in many religions, wokery in practice is preoccupied with coercion and punishment, which is natural for a movement based on vengeance and often to sadistic degree. It laughs at the idea of redemption. Its adversaries are never forgiven, only dealt additional punishment asking. The wokery is all about revenge. And then number four, this is all good. Four, the most mysterious of the four, globalism as represented by the World Economic Forum led by quasi-comical Klaus Schwab. Supposedly, and I can't endorse this proposition, it is a front for some cabal of exalted international bankers and oligarchs, the proverbial Rothschilds and Rockefellers, Soros and Gates, and their various subalterns. There is certainly a lot of money involved, and as the old saying goes, money talks and you know what walks. There's also a ton of chatter about the self-same cabal entering around a satanic child molestation cult. I'm going to stop reading there. And who's rising up against it? Huh? Oh, I know the answer. I know the answer. We'll get raptured out. We'll get raptured out. Well, hey, I'll, I'll never forget. I'll never forget some. Oh, he calls himself a pastor. So just hang in there, boys and girls, because we can wave to all of them as we go up. Are you, are you kidding me? 
Is that what Christianity is about? Escapism? Waving to them as we go up? Why is the Faith Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11 lined with people who stood up against demonic power? Why are they the heroes? Not the escapists. Come on in, George. He took his hand down. Somebody rescue me here. I'm sorry. I'm here. That's all right. Go ahead, George. I say enough. I'm I'm uh heard what you said. I'm fed up with it. And enough. No more. That's what I say. Hey George. So, hey yeah. George, is it okay is it okay for Christians to get pissed off? That's where I am right now. Yeah. I've got kids. I've got kids that just went through college. They came out high school and college. They came out when you say woke, I can't even describe, you know, I, I, I don't, when I, when I speak, they, it's just today. It's just, you know, um, I've got a relative, oh, you know, they're going to get married. It's just okay. It's today. No, it's not okay. It's, it's not okay. very clear. It's very clear. And it's described to me. I believe exactly what I read in the Bible. I, and I read it letter for letter, word for word. And I believe it's the truth. And I wholeheartedly believe it. And I can't go on like this anymore. I have to put a stop to it. I hey man, Joe, Joe, we're on the same team, man. And that's what January 6th is all about. Don't you, <clears throat> don't you push back against demonic forces. Hey, pull the picture up there again of my little arrows. Will you do that? Then Clay, I'm going to bring you in here. Look, hey, hey folks, I want you look, are you listening to me? Do you have any idea what I would do if I saw some man dingling with one of these little kids? Huh? Do you, have, you guys have any idea what I would do? you have any idea? Do you have any idea what they're doing to the, to the minds of these little kids? Do you have any idea what they are doing to the minds of these little kids? Oh, they're not dangling with a dinky. No, no, no. They're dangling with something far more valuable. The very soul. The soul that is so important that Jesus Christ himself said, dude, it would be better for you to go out and kill yourself than to let them teach perversion to little children. That's Matthew. Better for you to put a millstone around your neck and throw yourself in the deepest part of the ocean and than to know this is going on and not do anything about it. I'll coach you. Yeah. That's why I'm not at Fairfield Christian Academy anymore. Come on, Clay. Well, there's eight eight kids there, Coach, and it's all about money. If they can taint those eight kids, they can make a ton of money off pornography and anything related to sex. And then the Amen. disciples, they called Jesus rabbi, teacher. And then he's, he's setting by an example to them by flipping tables and going up against everything the Pharisees had. And and then we're going to sit back and the church is going to teach everybody that we're going to get raptured out of here instead of learning mm-hmm. from what Jesus did. It just it makes absolutely crazy. no sense. Bring up, bring up Proverbs 4. Bring up Proverbs 4 there, Spence. <clears throat> I gave you the link. That's okay. Thanks. Hear ye, hear ye children, the instruction of a father and attend to have understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Don't forsake my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also 
and said unto me, Son, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, son. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake not wisdom, and she shall preserve thee. Love wisdom, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt wisdom, and she shall promote you. Wisdom shall bring you to honor when you do embrace wisdom. Wisdom shall give to your head an uh, ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall wisdom deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When you go, your steps shall not be straightened. And when you run, you're not going to stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for instruction is thy life. Enter not into the path of the wicked. And go not the way of evil men. And don't don't put your children into schools where evil men and women are ruling. I added that. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it and pass away. For they sleep not unless they've done some mischief. And their sleep is taken away unless they cause someone to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness, and they drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ears unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Let my sayings not depart from your eyes. Keep your sayings in the midst of your heart. For they are life unto those that find them. My sayings are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of your heart come all the issues of life. Put away from you a froward mouth, perverse lips put far from you. Let thine eyes look on right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all the ways be established. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Amen. Pretty simple, isn't it? God help us. See you tomorrow.